Good day from Oz, and indeed, good day from me, your host, Brianda from Brisbane. The aim of this podcast is to have you, the listeners all around the world, join us, exchange information about your skills, upcoming events, and where you live, while at the same time learning a little about us. <laughs> no, we don't all live in the bush. So maybe it's appropriate to start with Brisbane, my hometown, which is also the state capital of Queensland. Okay, yes, it is the home of the late Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, and his Australia Zoo. But first, the basics. While there are approximately 26.5 million people living in Australia, there are only 5 million in Queensland, a state that proudly carries the slogan, beautiful one day, perfect the next. Brisbane has approximately 2 million people, of which 800,000 plus were born in Britain. Those of you who have picked up on my accent will have recognised that I am one of them. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner that I love London. Most people love talking about themselves, and I am no exception. But should you be really interested, I invite you to go to the About Me page on the pod blog, goodayfromozdownunder.com. But I also like to talk to other people, and that's what I hope to be doing in this podcast program. So, back to a little more about Brisbane. The city curves around the winding Brisbane River, with each suburb having its distinctive own charm. It may be historical, with its retail shops set in quaint old houses, or an entirely new suburb of high-rises, or an eclectic mix of many cultures. Sat Sri Akal, Mera Naam Satnam Singh hai. Brenda Ji, Main Toda Podcast Punjab with Sundriya. Every year, from September onwards, Brisbane enjoys a festival season, which provides a smorgasbord of focus areas on writers, music, food, fun and, yes, fireworks. In fact, I was privileged to be invited onto Lee Huffman's show, We Travel There, last November, and was able to wax lyrical on many other features that Brisbane offers. Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Brisbane, Australia with my new friend Brianda Cross of BriandaFromBrisbane.com. Brianda is from the UK originally, but has lived in the Brisbane area for many years. In this episode, we talk about the Australian Zoo, beautiful beaches and islands off the coast, and adventure world. You'll hear these three great stories and so much more. The show notes will be available at WeTravelThere.com forward slash Brisbane. Now let's get started. Coming up soon on our first real show for 2021, is an interview with a lady who lives in Seattle and is an avid podcaster. Yet she is not currently podcasting. Why not? Well, first off, my website is unfortunately cripplingly old. It hasn't been updated since 2013. Because it was on a machine, It was I made it on a Vista machine and the program didn't update. So unfortunately, someday I'm working on getting a new site, but right now it's kind of static. Julie Hoverson is a rather strange lady. Because I think automats are hilarious. She has some weird and wonderful stories on her website, 19 Nocturne Boulevard. 19 Nocturne Boulevard... 
I wanted from the start to do an anthology series and I wanted something that sounded that could be spooky or horror, but didn't have to be. I didn't want something like, you know, Dr. Terror's House of Blood. You know, when you do a romantic comedy under that title makes everybody go, what? And has strong opinions on most things, including politics. But that's one thing I want to see. Somebody, somebody has got to create an actual job description for the president of the United States. You have to, I mean, you have to at least understand, like, the Constitution, you know, at least have read it. My interview with Julie was to gauge her reaction to an audio production on our Fast Fiction podcast program, where she took on the role of the title character. My name's Bond. Wanarby Bond. I'm five foot ten, weigh in at too many pounds, and I'm dynamite in tricky situations. It's a hereditary medical condition that may be terminal. I asked her what she thought of the final production, Death by Fermentation, to which she replied, Oh, I haven't yet. No, I should. I, I saved the, like, I, winter has me sleeping almost constantly. It's so awkward. I have the seasonal affective disorder. So the minute it starts staying dark outside, I, well, actually it's, it's sunset. Once it's dark, I can just be like, hey, I'm up late. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, not the best endorsement for a new audio production when the star of the show hasn't even listened to it. But I assure you, it's very good. It's a kind of Mickey Spillane spoof. And you should be able to find it on your favourite podcast platform. And you'll be able to hear the full Julie Hoverson interview. Jeffrey Milne is a different character entirely, but he also loves podcasting. In fact, he runs his own training school. But of more importance is that he has just completed his first audio drama feature. So uh, with The Last Stand Down, uh, Brenda, what we're hoping to do is to promote this widely as a COVID-19 project, because it really is. We did record all the voices separately and safely, and we've managed to put all of these voices back together again. When I say we, I mean me. <laughs> put all of these voices back together again and so that it actually tells the story as per the script. And, uh, well, at some stages there, that was an actual nightmare because we had people recording voices from all over the world. Fast fiction podcasts know only too well the difficulties of trying to bring audio drama to the airwaves on a regular basis, especially with COVID lockdowns restricting voice actors getting together. Their first cooperative production combining actors from the United States, United Kingdom and Australia all came together in a magical edit mix called Secrets of the Cemetery last November. Hello? Excuse me, please. Sorry, miss. The grounds are closed right now. You can come back in the morning. Maybe you could help me, though. I need to come in for just a little while. I, I won't hurt anything. I'm sure you won't, but... Here, here's my problem. Yes? I'm a writer. Oh, that is a problem. Focus, Helen. These are your family members. They'll understand. <sighs> Great Uncle Rufus. Rufus Allen... Born in Watertown, June the 27th, 1874. Died in January the 19th, 
1924. John Allen, born in Belfast, August 9th, 1848. Died in September 2nd, 1924. Wow, what a find. These graves are perfect. Everything I hoped for. Dorothea D. Allen, born in Watertown, June 2nd, 1890. Died in Cambridge, March the 25th, 1958. Anna Winter Page, widow of John Allen, born in Watertown, June 25th, 1864, died in Cambridge, September 13th, 1939. Oh, sorry, are you okay? Uh, yes, yes, I'm perfectly fine. Do I know him? It's all my fault. I wasn't paying attention to where I was going. These gravestones are fascinating, aren't they? Are you related? No, not at all. Are you? Yes, a generation down, of course. Why are you here if you're not one of us? I love that. One of us. A real sense of belonging. Oh, well, Kitty J. King, I can't believe it. You really did it. You followed me right into the grave. (laughs) Yes, I really did it. Thank you for dying first, Alex. It made choosing my own plot so easy for me. Oh, loved your funeral, by the way. It was just like a British movie. All those black umbrellas and tailored suits. It made me tear up for... For a moment. (laughs) I made a couple of good contacts. Funerals are such good networking opportunities. It was tasteful. I thought I covered everything. Yours, on the other hand, was interesting. Who was that man with the tuba? Oh, that was Barry, an old friend. He takes it with him everywhere. Poor dear. It's his therapy tuba. Did you write the sermon? Of course not. But I thought that having the minister remind people that I was your biographer was a nice touch. Everyone was delighted to see us joined in death. Best buddies? Until that moment, I didn't realise that the dead could shudder. Three little plays all entwined as one. And there are intentions for many more to follow. Here at Good Day From Oz, we hope to be hearing from David Pollard, Richard Edwards and scriptwriter Patty Cassidy very soon. We will also be hearing from the charismatic Minnie York, wife of the late Richie York, a hidden Aussie legend, but not hidden for too much longer. Richie was a major journalist covering the Beatles' exploits in the 1960s and 70s, with a wealth of media contributions now in Minnie's capable hands. She is at present negotiating with a local newly developed hotel for a Minnie Museum tribute. And, of course, we will hear more of that this year. When I had uh, first got together, he was the uh, Courier-Mail head music writer, a music journalist, and he had been for many, many, 50 years all up, he was a music journalist. 20 of those years he worked. A very well-versed historian in the music business right back from the 50s. He's written several books, which all can be found on our website. 
uh, the book called Christ, You Know It Ain't Easy, John and Yoko's Battle for Peace, discusses his time working with John and Yoko around the bed-in in 1969. I recently was invited to exhibit some of Richie's archive for the 50th anniversary exhibition with Yoko in Montreal. Uh, Yoko at 86 didn't actually attend, um, but her presence was there loud and clear. Later in the year, we will also have a great interview with a frontline hospital worker who can give us an idea of what his workload has been like throughout the pandemic and also share with us one of the hospital's biggest problems. Can you guess? (laughs) I think you'll be surprised. Add to that an interview with a young Baha'i who combines her faith beautifully with working in our highly diverse and technical world. Baha'is and their friends around the world are currently engaged in a process of community building. Central to this community building process is the Institute process. film producer who is always on the lookout for Australian scripts and much more. And if you would like to say hello or bonjour, guten tag, well, please go to our website gooddayfromozdownunder.com. And that's all for now. In the meantime, please be kind to everyone. After all, you don't know who is behind the mask. It may be a friend or even family. Until next time, thank you for listening. Bye for now.